Hey everyone, welcome to the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber. In a moment, I'll be joined by my co-host, Paul Herman, for episode 86 of our show. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. What do we think of the title? How do we think this movie is going to fit within the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline and all that that could entail? We're also going to be talking about Sony's plans to make a Morbius movie with Jared Leto and what the success or failure of Sony's Spider-Man adjacent adjacent spin-off universe could mean for the future of Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But before we get into all that, I want to give a big thank you to Kevin Ward, our latest patron over at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News. And as one of our patrons, Kevin is now welcome to uh, all kinds of exclusive content that we have available over on our Patreon so we do things like Patreon credit scenes, where for this week, uh, where it's when we do our, our normal episodes like this, we have an additional discussion about a different topic, uh, and that's available for just a dollar a month. And so the Patreon credit scene for this episode is actually going to be an update on the Disney Fox deal and going over some different timelines with that and what it could mean for the Marvel Cinematic Universe sooner than uh, what a lot of us have believed up until this point. So we're going to be getting into that. We also do weekly or two, there's two different Q&As that we do. There's a daily podcast. There is uh, there's monthly exclusive podcast. There's Marvel Unlimited Book Club podcast where we do comic book selections and discuss them. We just did our first one uh, talking about some Ant-Man books uh, that's now available on the Patreon. So all those are available depending on the different tier on the throughout the different tiers that we have. And of course, it depends on which one you choose. And when you are one of our patrons, you actually will get your own private RSS link that you can put into a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts and use that to get all of your Marvel Studios news content, the main podcast that we do for free, as well as all the Patreon exclusive stuff. All of it can be available in one place so you don't have to go separate places to get this show as well as the Patreon exclusive shows that you would get as one of our patrons. And you can find out more about all of that over at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News, and I hope you check it out. I also hope you check us out on our website, marvelstudiosnews.com, uh, and then on social media, Facebook and Instagram, at Marvel Studios News, and on Twitter, at Marvel Newscast. So hopefully you get a chance to take a look at all of those, but without further ado, let's go ahead and go far from home and start our episode talking about the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. <laughs> So Paul Herman, how goes it? Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's uh, been a uh, what I would call a jacket summer in Seattle. Oh, okay. um, yeah, which is very abnormal. People think it probably is always a jacket summer, but it's not. It's 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 the it's been a lot colder than usual. It's almost July, and it's been like seventy degrees, like you know, and cloudy, like mostly, and mm. it's very 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 unusual. Usually it's about 80, 85 degrees and, and just beautifully sunny, sunny, but now it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's been, it's been a jacket summer, you could say. Yeah. It's not so much a jacket summer here. It's not as hot as it's probably going to get. Um, it's also not as hot as it normally might be by now. We're still mostly, we're mostly in the eighties here in Southern California, but we're, mm. we typically start bumping up into the nineties. So, uh, mm. and also the evenings are still fairly, fairly cool right now. But it's not cold, but I've had a cold this week, so ugh, it's terrible. 
anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend the common cold to anyone. I'm going to give it like zero stars on Yelp, but yeah, like it's been, uh, it's been an interesting week. There's been a lot of Marvel tidbits to talk about, but the one that I know that we've, we've got to get to first and foremost, Paul, mm. Spider-Man Homecoming sequel now has a title. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I'm just glad because I, I hate these like interim time, like of when we don't have a title, especially with like the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel is so awkward to refer to because we couldn't just call it Spider-Man 2 because there already was a Spider-Man 2. Like, I don't <laughs> mind, you know, the Avengers. I don't mind Aven- calling Avengers 4 Avengers 4 right now. That's that's totally cool because it's short. But like the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel has been just a horrible thing to say. Uh, but now we have, I mean, I guess the title just got longer even, <laughs> even still. So it's Spider-Man Far From Home as... Tom Holland accidentally on purpose announced last week. So, Paul, as our resident Spider-Man guy, mm. yes, what do you think of Far From Home? It's a better title than Homecoming, uh, in my opinion. It's a it's very dubious, uh, you know. Meaning, meaning, I, I don't really know what they're trying to say with it. And we've gotten reports that there's like this field trip a- aspect, but I I remember Kevin Feige saying that it takes place. Right after Infinity War, he so, didn't say right after. So oh, a lot of okay, people, a, a lot of people think he said right after. Amy Pascal said right after, but Amy ah. Pascal says a lot of things. Oh, that makes total sense. Then. Um, so, but Feige did at one point say that it takes place at that we would be picking up with. In, in the, he did once say something, and I'm paraphrasing here, but. Much in the way that Homecoming dealt with, you know, Peter after having been through Civil War, Spider-Man now far from home would deal with uh, would deal with you know what Peter went through in Infinity War and Avengers Four. So he did previously say that it would take place after. He just didn't necessarily say, uh, you know, minutes after or seconds after, like Amy Pascal said. Right, right. So in that, so with that being said, it's it's going to be. There's a couple of things that come to mind if this is where – which obviously this is where it's going. It's not going to be in New York, which obviously if you're a Spider-Man fan, you know, Spider-Man and New York are very – they go hand in hand. They're, they're obviously close, closely connected. So I like – one, I like the fact that we're going out of Peter's comfort zone. But it's also already been uh, – it's already been precedented in the previous film because they went to Washington, D.C., and he was there. Yep. So I think there's there's that they've already trying to get Spider-Man out. I mean that film. Not to mention, like you said before, he's already been far away from home before we started recording in with uh, uh, being Infinity War. So I mean they've already done uh, you know stories outside of New York for Spider-Man, which is great. I mean then again, I also love the the scene with Spider-Man in in you know in New York when he's you know in Queens just hanging out, helping people around the neighborhood, being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like that was that to me was one of the missing you know or, or not missing parts, but in this in all the Spider-Man films before it, you didn't really get that aspect. You got like people idolized Spider-Man in the films, and he was nice to them, and 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 they all there was a you know a connection between him and the city, but you never really got to see him kind of helping people out and like interacting with the people as much. And that's what I loved about uh, Homecoming. So with Far From Home, 
it's you know the first things I kind of start going in that, you know gra- gradually going to like for questions like okay is how does Aunt May fit into this because they have that great cliffhanger in yeah. uh, Spider uh, Homecoming and we don't know so is Aunt May going to be there I feel like she's going to be I feel like this must be a trip where she and I this is where I'm excited to see like if this is a trip where Aunt May and Peter are together then if there's going to be a tension between them. And that's mm-hmm. great drama because, you know, you you had the you have if you don't have the reveal at the very end of the movie, you have, you know, Aunt May basically, you know, go on this trip. There's that whole drama or not drama, but the whole like comedic tension of like, oh, I got to change and be Spider-Man and not let my aunt find out that I'm Spider-Man right. and blah, blah, blah. To me, this gives it more instead of a comedic effect, it's more dramatic effect where mm-hmm. Aunt May is not going to want to know. Like she's going to say, no, don't do this. And there's, it, I, I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that. So the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm-hmm. it seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering, too. Like, so he's he's not from New York. You know, where if he is far from home, where is he going? And how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously, I think the vulture still going to show up. So to me, there's there's, there's it's it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more and I have no idea where, what's coming, where it's homecoming. We automatically knew what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So, I mean, it's with Far From Home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me. That just the the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming but then also just the idea of spider-man's homecoming in the marvel cinematic universe spider-man being home in the mcu so i'll always love homecoming i don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a spider-man movie in the mcu but again that's not based on the speculation of it that's really just based on just the overall i don't know being awash in the glow of of spider-man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. I mean, and, and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, ama- you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken, uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of it loses the school theme because it's just far from home. It's just it has nothing to do with school, but it does have a uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that, and so I like seeing that with Spider-Man: Homecoming or with Spider-Man: Far From Home. Now I should say, and. I, I think we it's pretty clear what's going on here. I mean, we don't necessarily know why Peter's on a trip, but Kevin Feige referred to it as summer vacation. So 
I don't know if it's like a school sponsored thing over summer vacation because I know his friends are going to be with him. You know they're go- they're going to be there. You know Michelle or call you can call me M- or my friends call me MJ uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course. So you know all of these different characters are going to be present and some other kids as well in far, in, uh, far from home. So I don't know if it's a school sponsored thing. Or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that, that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the, the chaperone for the trip with these kids. Or she could still be one of the chaperones. I, I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird. And it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I, I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as it relates to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man because that's a pretty big deal and that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film where he's actively sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing and there are just different kinds of interesting no like she's gonna say no don't do this and there's, it, I, I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that so the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm-hmm. it seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering, too. Like, so he's he's not from New York. You know, where if he is far from home, where is he going and how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously I think the vulture still going to show up. So to me, there's there's, there's it's it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more and I have no idea where, what's coming, whereas homecoming we automatically knew what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So, I mean, it's with far from home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me that just the, the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools, with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. I mean, and, and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, ama- you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken, uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of, it loses the school theme because it's just far from home. It's just, it has nothing to do with school, but it does have a, uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that. And so I like seeing that with Spider-Man Homecoming. 
or with Spider-Man Far From Home now, I should say. And I, I think we it's pretty clear what's going on here. I mean, we don't necessarily know why Peter's on a trip, but Kevin Feige referred to it as summer vacation. So I don't know if it's like a school-sponsored thing over summer vacation, because I know his friends are going to be with him. You know they're go- they're going to be there. You know Michelle, or call you can call me, M- or my friends call me MJ, uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course. So you know all of these different characters are going to be present, and some other kids as well in Far, in, uh, far From Home. So I don't know if it's a school-sponsored thing, or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip, and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that, that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the, the chaperone for the trip with these kids, or she could still be one of the chaperones. I, I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird, and it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I, I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as it relates to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man, because that's a pretty big deal. And that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film where he's actively, sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing. And there are just different kinds of interesting possibilities, especially in terms of when this movie takes place. Uh, I know, uh, obviously, there were comments from Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige about the movie taking place after Infinity War and Avengers 4, but I don't know. I I just think that something could have changed between them, because when they were making those comments, you know, the script for the movie wasn't done yet, so when the script's not done anything could potentially change. So I still think there's a, p- a possibility that this movie is pre-Infinity War. Uh, Feige, Whoa! Because, well, Feige talked about it being Peter's junior year. Uh, and when Feige was interviewed by io9 at the Ant-Man and the Wasp Junket last week, he he said, like, you don't know, you know, it's summer vacation, but you don't know what summer. Like, I know, but you don't. And so uh, he wasn't being rude about it. Like, I said it probably more rudely than, <laughs> than he did. <laughs> He wasn't being a jerk, but, uh, you know, he was just kind of teasing that we don't necessarily, that we as fans don't necessarily know uh, what summer that is. So they could have changed it. Uh, I don't really know, you know, there, we don't really know. It's kind of a mystery, a mystery, not a mysterio, a mystery as to when the movie takes place. I lean towards still thinking it's after Avengers Infinity or after Avengers Infinity War slash Avengers 4. But let's think about the timeline for a second. So Spider-Man Homecoming happens, uh, you know, several months after, but, you know, a handful of months after uh, Civil War. And that's supposed to be Peter's sophomore year. Infinity War happens two years after Civil War. So that puts it roughly a year and a half after Homecoming, which would mean that we had, we probably skipped Peter's junior year. Uh, so, if we're not going to skip his junior year. Now, we we could be seeing the summer vacation immediately after his junior year, you know, right before he goes into his senior year, and then the third film could still deal with his senior year. But um, I think there's there's definitely room in the timeline if they decided after the fact to, before the the script was finished, if they decided, you know what, we do want to put this pre-Infinity War, uh, they could make this the the summer vacation between sophomore and junior year. Uh, and that would deal with a more immediate aftermath of Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But 
There's also a way, because somebody asked me about this on the Patreon Q&A this week about uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home title and, and what about Aunt May knowing about it? And are we really going to skip like this immediate aftermath of her knowing about it? And I think we might if we do have a film that takes place after Infinity War or Avengers 4, which right now, because that's what people have previously said, I'm going to go ahead and call that the most likely scenario. I could actually see how you know Aunt May freaked out when she first found out that Peter was Spider-Man, but then he kind of got out of it by saying, by telling her, yeah, I know, like, it's crazy, I'm Spider-Man, whatever, but I'm not going to, like, Tony Stark just offered me to, a chance to be an Avenger. I turned him down. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay low to the ground. I'm going to be just helping out in the neighborhood. Like, I'm going to be recovering stolen bikes. I'm going to be doing all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not really putting myself in significant danger as I'm doing this. Like, I, I have abilities that allow me to kind of help out around here uh, without necessarily going after the big stuff and Aunt May actually being okay with that. But then you get to the real drama of it, you know, a year and a half later, post-Infinity War slash Avengers 4, where Aunt May would be like, look, you all of a sudden found yourself on the other side of space on an alien planet. And then I don't know if people are going to have memories that they died or not, because nobody had memories that they died in uh, Infinity Gauntlet. So I don't know if people will have memories that they died in Avengers 4, after Avengers 4. Uh, But if they do, and Aunt May knows about it, then Aunt May could be like, okay, this is where the tension could happen. Like, it was fine when you were just helping out in Queens, but it's a big problem now that you are, that you've gone, you've gotten yourself into this kind of trouble where you're fighting aliens in space and you actually died and then had to come back. If Aunt May has any knowledge of any of those things. No, like she's going to say, no, don't do this. And I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that. So the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm-hmm. it seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering, too. Like, so he's he's not from New York. You know, where if he is far from home, where is he going? And how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously I think the Vulture's still going to show up. So to me, there's there's, there's it's it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more and I have no idea where, what's coming, whereas homecoming we automatically knew what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So, yeah. I mean, it's with far from home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me that just the, the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of, of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. 
I mean, and, and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, ama- you know, amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken uh, or spectacular Spider-Man. But that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of, it loses the school theme because it's just far from home. It's just, it has nothing to do with school, but it does have a, uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that. And so I like seeing that with Spider-Man Homecoming or with Spider-Man Far From Home now, I should say. And... I, I think we it's pretty clear what's going on here. I mean, we don't necessarily know why Peter's on a trip, but Kevin Feige referred to it as summer vacation. So I don't know if it's like a school-sponsored thing over summer vacation, because I know his friends are going to be with him. You know they're go, they're going to be there. You know Michelle, or call, you can call me M, or my friends call me MJ, uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course, so you know all of these different characters are going to be present and some other kids as well in in, uh, Far From Home. So I don't know if it's a school-sponsored thing or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the the chaperone for the trip with these kids or she could still be one of the chaperones. I, I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird and it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I, I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as it relates to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man, because that's a pretty big deal. And that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film where he's actively, sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing. And there are just different kinds of interesting possibilities especially in terms of when this movie takes place uh i know uh, obviously there were comments from amy pascal and kevin feige about the movie taking place after infinity war and avengers 4 but i don't know i I just think that something could have changed between them because when they were making those comments you know the script for the movie wasn't done yet so when the script's not done anything could potentially change. So I still think there's a, p- a possibility that this movie is pre-Infinity War. Uh, Feige, Whoa! Because, well, Feige talked about it being Peter's junior year. Uh, and when Feige was interviewed by io9 at the Ant-Man and the Wasp Junket last week, he he said, like, you don't know, you know, it's summer vacation, but you don't know what summer. Like, I know, but you don't. And so uh, he wasn't being rude about it. Like, I said it probably more rudely than, <laughs> than he did. <laughs> He wasn't being a jerk, but, uh, you know, he was just kind of teasing that we don't necessarily, that we as fans don't necessarily know uh, what summer that is. So they could have changed it. Uh, I don't really know, you know, there, we don't really know. It's kind of a mystery, a mystery, not a Mysterio, a mystery as to when the movie takes place. I lean towards still thinking it's after Avengers Infinity or after Avengers Infinity War slash Avengers 4. But let's think about the timeline for a second. So Spider-Man Homecoming happens, uh, you know, several months after, but, you know, a handful of months after uh, Civil War. And that's supposed to be Peter's sophomore year. Infinity War happens two years after Civil War. So that puts it roughly a year and a half after Homecoming. 
which would mean that we had we probably skipped Peter's junior year. Uh, so if we're not going to skip his junior year, now we it, we could be seeing the summer vacation immediately after his junior year, you know, right before he goes into his senior year, and then the third film could still deal with his senior year. But um, I think there's there's definitely room in the timeline if they decided after the fact to before the or before the script was finished, if they decided, you know what, we do want to put this pre Infinity War. Uh, they could make this the soft, the summer vacation between sophomore and junior year. Uh, and that would deal with a more immediate aftermath of Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But there's also a way, because somebody asked me about this on the Patreon Q&A this week about uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home title and, and what about Aunt May knowing about it? And are we really going to skip like this immediate aftermath of her knowing about it? And I think we might if we do have a film that takes place after Infinity War or Avengers 4, which right now, because that's what people have previously said, I'm going to go ahead and call that the most likely scenario. I could actually see how, you know, Aunt May freaked out when she first found out that Peter was Spider-Man, but then he kind of got out of it by saying, by telling her, yeah, I know, like, it's crazy, I'm Spider-Man, whatever, but I'm not going to, like... Tony Stark just offered me to, a chance to be an Avenger. I turned him down. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay low to the ground. I'm going to be just helping out in the neighborhood. Like, I'm going to be recovering stolen bikes. I'm going to be doing all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not really putting myself in significant danger as I'm doing this. Like, I, I have abilities that allow me to kind of help out around here uh, without necessarily going after the big stuff and Aunt May actually being okay with that. But then you get to the real drama of it, you know, a year and a half later, post infinity war slash Avengers four, where Aunt May would be like, look, you all of a sudden found yourself on the other side of space on an alien planet. And then I don't know if people are going to have memories that they died or not. Cause nobody had memories that they died in uh, infinity gauntlet. So I don't know if people will have memories that they died in Avengers four after Avengers four. Uh, but if they do, and Aunt May knows about it, then Aunt May could be like, okay, this is where the tension could happen. Like, it was fine when you were just helping out in Queens, but it's a big problem now that you are, that you've gone, you've gotten yourself into this kind of trouble where you're fighting aliens in space and you actually died and then had to come back. If Aunt May has any knowledge of any of those things. No, like she's going to say, no, don't do this. And there's, it, I, I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that. So the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm -hmm. it seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering, too. Like, so he's he's not from New York. You know, where if he is far from home, where is he going? And how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously I think the Vulture is still going to show up. So to me, there's there's, there's it's it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more and I have no idea where, what's coming, whereas homecoming we automatically knew what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So, yeah. I mean, it's with far from home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me. 
that just the the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. I mean, and, and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken, uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of... It loses the school theme because it's just far from home. It's just it has nothing to do with school, but it does have a uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that, and so I like seeing that with Spider-Man: Homecoming or with Spider-Man: Far From Home. Now I should say, and I, I think we it's pretty clear what's going on here. I mean, we don't necessarily know why Peter's on a trip, but Kevin Feige referred to it as summer vacation, so I don't know if it's like a school-sponsored thing over summer vacation, because I know his friends are going to be with him. You know they're go- they're going to be there. You know Michelle, or call him, you can call me, M- or my friends call me MJ, uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course. So you know all of these different characters are going to be present, and some other kids as well in, in uh, Far From Home. So I don't know if it's a school-sponsored thing or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the the chaperone for the trip with these kids. Or she could still be one of the chaperones. I I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird. And it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as released to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man, because that's a pretty big deal, and that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film, where he's actively, sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man, and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing. And there are just different kinds of interesting possibilities, especially in terms of when this movie takes place. Uh, I know, uh, obviously, there were comments from Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige about the movie taking place after Infinity War and Avengers 4, but I don't know. I I just think that something could have changed between then, because when they were making those comments, you know, the script for the movie wasn't done yet. So when the script's not done, anything could potentially change. So I still think there's a a possibility that this movie is pre-Infinity War, uh, because Feige... Because, well, Feige talked about it being Peter's junior year. Uh, and when Feige was interviewed by io9 at the Ant-Man and the Wasp Junket last week, he he said, like, you don't know, you know, it's summer vacation, but you don't know what summer. Like, I know, but you don't. And so uh, he wasn't being rude about it. Like, I said it probably more rudely than, <laughs> than he did. <laughs> he wasn't being a jerk. But 
uh, you know, he was just kind of teasing that we don't necess- that we as fans don't necessarily know uh, what summer that is. So they could have changed it. Uh, I don't really know. You know, there we don't really know. It's kind of a myster- a mystery, not a mysterio, a mystery as to when the movie takes place. I lean towards still thinking it's after Avengers Infinity or after Avengers Infinity War slash Avengers Four. But let's think about the timeline for a second. So Spider-Man Homecoming happens, you know, several months after, but, you know, a handful of months after uh, Civil War. And that's supposed to be Peter's sophomore year. Infinity War happens two years after Civil War. So that puts it roughly a year and a half after Homecoming, which would mean that we had, we probably skipped Peter's junior year. Uh, So... If we're not going to skip his junior year, now we we could be seeing the summer vacation immediately after his junior year, you know, right before he goes into his senior year. And then the third film could still deal with his senior year. But um, I think there's there's definitely room in the timeline if they decided after the fact to before or before the script was finished, if they decided, you know, what, we do want to put this pre Infinity War. Uh, They could make this the soft the summer vacation between sophomore and junior year. Uh, And that would deal with a more immediate aftermath of Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But there's also a way, because somebody asked me about this on the Patreon Q&A this week about uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home title and and what about Aunt May knowing about it? And are we really going to skip like this immediate aftermath of her knowing about it? And I think we might if we do have a film that takes place after Infinity War or Avengers 4, which right now, because that's what people have previously said, I'm going to go ahead and call that the most likely scenario. I could actually see how, you know, Aunt May freaked out when she first found out that Peter was Spider-Man, but then he kind of got out of it by saying, by telling her, yeah, I know, like, it's crazy, I'm Spider-Man, whatever, but I'm not going to, like... Tony Stark just offered me to, a chance to be an Avenger. I turned him down. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay low to the ground. I'm going to be just helping out in the neighborhood. Like, I'm going to be recovering stolen bikes. I'm going to be doing all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not really putting myself in significant danger as I'm doing this. Like, I, I have abilities that allow me to kind of help out around here uh, without necessarily going after the big stuff and Aunt May actually being okay with that. But then you get to the real drama of it, you know, a year and a half later, post infinity war slash Avengers four, where Aunt May would be like, look, you all of a sudden found yourself on the other side of space on an alien planet. And then I don't know if people are going to have memories that they died or not, because nobody had memories that they died in uh, infinity gauntlet. So I don't know if people will have memories that they died in Avengers four after Avengers four. But if they do, and Aunt May knows about it, then Aunt May could be like, okay, this is where the tension could happen. Like, it was fine when you were just helping out in Queens, but it's a big problem now that you are, that you've gone, you've gotten yourself into this kind of trouble where you're fighting aliens in space and you actually died and then had to come back. If Aunt May has any knowledge of any of those things. No, like she's going to say, no, don't do this. And I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that. So the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back 
to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm-hmm. it seems like. Um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering too. Like, so he's, he's not from New York, you know, where, if he is far from home, where is he going and how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously I think the vulture's still going to show up. So to me, there's, 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 it's, it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec, maybe it's because I can speculate more and I have no idea where, what's coming, whereas homecoming we automatically knew what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So, yeah. I mean, it's with far from home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me that just the, the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of, of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. I mean, and, and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, ama- you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken, uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of, it loses the school theme because it's just far from home. It's just, it has nothing to do with school, but it does have a, uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that. And so I like seeing that with Spider-Man Homecoming or with Spider-Man Far From Home now, I should say. And... I, I think we it's pretty clear what's going on here. I mean, we don't necessarily know why Peter's on a trip, but Kevin Feige referred to it as summer vacation. So I don't know if it's like a school-sponsored thing over summer vacation, because I know his friends are going to be with him. You know they're go, they're going to be there. You know Michelle, or call you can call me, M, or my friends call me MJ, uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course, so you know all of these different characters are going to be present and some other kids as well in in, uh, Far From Home. So I don't know if it's a school-sponsored thing or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the the chaperone for the trip with these kids or she could still be one of the chaperones. I, I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird and it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I, I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as it relates to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man, because that's a pretty big deal. And that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film where he's actively, sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing. And there are just different kinds of interesting possibilities especially in terms of when 
this movie takes place. Uh, I know, uh, obviously, there were comments from Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige about the movie taking place after Infinity War and Avengers 4, but I don't know. I, I just think that something could have changed between them because when they were making those comments, you know, the script for the movie wasn't done yet. So when the script's not done, anything could potentially change. So I still think there's a, a possibility that this movie is pre-Infinity War. Because uh, Whoa! Because, well, Feige talked about it being Peter's junior year, uh, and when Feige was interviewed by io9 at the Ant-Man and the Wasp Junket last week, he he said, like, you don't know, you know, it's summer vacation, but you don't know what summer. Like, I know, but you don't. And so uh, he wasn't being rude about it. Like, I said it probably more rudely than, <laughs> than he did. <laughs> he wasn't being a jerk, but... Uh, you know, he was just kind of teasing that we don't necess- that we as fans don't necessarily know uh, what summer that is. So they could have changed it. Uh, I don't really know. You know, there we don't really know. It's kind of a myster a mystery, not a mysterio, a mystery as to when the movie takes place. I lean towards still thinking it's after Avengers Infinity or after Avengers Infinity War slash Avengers Four. But let's think about the timeline for a second. So Spider-Man Homecoming happens, uh, you know, several months after, but, you know, a handful of months after uh, Civil War. And that's supposed to be Peter's sophomore year. Infinity War happens two years after Civil War. So that puts it roughly a year and a half after Homecoming, which would mean that we had, we probably skipped Peter's junior year. Uh, so... If we're not going to skip his junior year, now we it, we could be seeing the summer vacation immediately after his junior year, you know, right before he goes into his senior year, and then the third film could still deal with his senior year. But um, I think there's there's definitely room in the timeline if they decided after the fact to before the or before the script was finished, if they decided, you know, what we do want to put this pre Infinity War, uh, they could make this the soft the summer vacation between sophomore and junior year. Uh, and that would deal with a more immediate aftermath of Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But there's also a way, because somebody asked me about this on the Patreon Q&A this week about uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home title and, and what about Aunt May knowing about it? And are we really going to skip like this immediate aftermath of her knowing about it? And I think we might if we do have a film that takes place after Infinity War or Avengers 4, which right now, because that's what people have previously said, I'm going to go ahead and call that the most likely scenario. I could actually see how, you know, Aunt May freaked out when she first found out that Peter was Spider-Man, but then he kind of got out of it by saying, by telling her, yeah, I know, like, it's crazy, I'm Spider-Man, whatever, but I'm not going to, like... Tony Stark just offered me to, a chance to be an Avenger. I turned him down. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Uh, I'm not going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay low to the ground. I'm going to be just helping out in the neighborhood. Like, I'm going to be recovering stolen bikes. I'm going to be doing all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not really putting myself in significant danger as I'm doing this. Like, I, I have abilities that allow me to kind of help out around here uh, without necessarily going after the big stuff and Aunt May actually being okay with that. But then you get to the real drama of it, you know, a year and a half later, post infinity war slash Avengers four, where Aunt May would be like, look, you all of a sudden found yourself on the other side of space on an alien planet. 
And then I don't know if people are going to have memories that they died or not, because nobody had memories that they died in uh, Infinity Gauntlet. So I don't know if people will have memories that they died in Avengers 4, after Avengers 4. Uh, but if they do, and Aunt May knows about it, then Aunt May could be like, okay, this is where the tension could happen. Like, it was fine when you were just helping out in Queens, but it's a big problem now that you are that you've gone you've gotten yourself into this kind of trouble where you're fighting aliens in space and you actually died and then had to come back if aunt may has any knowledge of any of those things no like she's gonna say no don't do this and there's i'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that so the title gives me a lot of hope that we're gonna get a different side of a spider-man movie that we haven't gotten before and again that's the genius going back to Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also, with with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there, mm-hmm. it seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering, too. Like, so he's he's not from New York. You know, where if he is far from home, where is he going? And how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously, I think the Vulture is still going to show up. So... To me, there's, 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 it's, it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more, and I have no idea where what's coming. Whereas Homecoming, we automatically knew what, what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was Homecoming Dance. So yeah. I mean, it's with Far From Home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like Homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love Homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me. That just the the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. And and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken. Uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of, it loses the school theme because it's just Far From Home. It's just, it has nothing to do with school. But it does have a, uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies i always enjoy that and so i like seeing that with spider-man homecoming or with spider-man far from home now i should say and i i think we it's pretty clear what's going on here i mean we don't necessarily know why peter's on a trip but kevin feige referred to it as summer vacation so i don't know if it's like a school sponsored thing over summer vacation because i know his friends are going to be with him you know they're go they're going to be there you know Michelle, or call you can call me M, or my friends call me MJ, uh, will be there. You know that the guy in the chair will be there. So uh, Ned, of course. So you know all of these different characters are going to be present, and some other kids as well in far, in uh, far from home. 
So I don't know if it's a school-sponsored thing or maybe a bunch of Peter, like Peter and a bunch of his friends decided to go on a trip and like maybe uh, Aunt May goes with them. So that, that way she gets to be like the adult, kind of the, the chaperone for the trip with these kids. Or she could still be one of the chaperones. I, I hope she's not like left behind in New York. That would just be weird. And it would pretty much remove her from the film. And I, I agree with you, Paul, that I want to see some of the drama as it relates to Aunt May being, uh, you know, as it relates to Aunt May knowing that Peter is Spider-Man, because that's a pretty big deal. And that's a status quo that we've never really had in uh, in a Spider-Man film where he's actively, sp- we're watching him actively be Spider-Man and Aunt May knows that that's what Peter is doing. And there are just different kinds of interesting possibilities, especially in terms of when this movie takes place. Uh, I know, uh, obviously, there were comments from Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige about the movie taking place after Infinity War and Avengers 4. But, I don't know. I I just think that something could have changed between them. Because when they were making those comments, you know, the script for the movie wasn't done yet. So when the script's not done, anything could potentially change. So I still think there's a a possibility that this movie is pre-Infinity War. uh, Whoa! Because, well, Feige talked about it being Peter's junior year. Uh, and when Feige was interviewed by io9 at the Ant-Man and the Wasp Junket last week, he he said, like, you don't know, you know, it's summer vacation, but you don't know what summer. Like, I know, but you don't. And so uh, he wasn't being rude about it. Like, I said it probably more rudely than, <laughs> than he did. <laughs> he wasn't being a jerk. But, uh, you know, he was just kind of teasing that we don't necess- that we as fans don't necessarily know uh, what summer that is. So... They could have changed it. Uh, I don't really know. You know, there we don't really know. It's kind of a myster a mystery, not a mysterio, a mystery as to when the movie takes place. I lean towards still thinking it's after Avengers Infinity or after Avengers Infinity War slash Avengers Four. But let's think about the timeline for a second. So Spider Man Homecoming happens, a, you know, several months after, but you know, a handful of months after uh, Civil War. And that's supposed to be Peter's sophomore year. Infinity War happens two years after Civil War, so that puts it roughly a year and a half after Homecoming, which would mean that we had we probably skipped Peter's junior year. Uh, so if we're not going to skip his junior year, now we, it, we could be seeing the summer vacation immediately after his junior year, you know, right before he goes into his senior year, and then the third film could still deal with his senior year. But um, I think there's there's definitely room in the timeline if they decided after the fact to before the or before the script was finished if they decided you know what we do want to put this pre Infinity War uh, they could make this the soft the summer vacation between sophomore and junior year uh, and that would deal with a more immediate aftermath of Aunt May finding out that Peter Parker is Spider Man but there's also a way because somebody asked me about this on the Patreon Q and A this week about uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home title, and, and what about Aunt May knowing about it? And are we really going to skip like this immediate aftermath of her knowing about it? And I think we might if we do have a film that takes place after Infinity War or Avengers 4, which right now, because that's what people have previously said, I'm going to go ahead and call that the most likely scenario. I could actually see how you know Aunt May freaked out when she first found out that Peter was Spider-Man, but then... He kind of got out of it by saying, by telling her, 
yeah, I know, like, it's crazy, I'm Spider-Man, whatever, but I'm not gonna, like, Tony Stark just offered me to, a chance to be an Avenger, I turned him down, I don't want to do any of that stuff, uh, I'm not going to do, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay low to the ground, I'm going to be just helping out in the neighborhood, like, I'm going to be recovering stolen bikes, I'm going to be doing all this other stuff, like, I'm not, I'm not really putting myself in significant danger as I'm doing this. Like I, I have abilities that allow me to kind of help out around here uh, without necessarily going after the big stuff and Aunt May actually being okay with that. But then you get to the real drama of it, you know, a year and a half later, post Infinity War slash Avengers 4, where Aunt May would be like, look, you all of a sudden found yourself on the other side of space on an alien planet. And then I don't know if people are going to have memories that they died or not, because nobody had memories that they died in uh, Infinity Gauntlet. So I don't know if people will have memories that they died in Avengers 4, after Avengers 4. Uh, but if they do, and Aunt May knows about it, then Aunt May could be like, okay, this is where the tension could happen. Like, it was fine when you were just helping out in Queens, but it's a big problem now that you are that you've gone, you've gotten yourself into this kind of trouble where you're fighting aliens in space and you actually died and then had to come back. If Aunt May has any knowledge of any of those things, no, like she's going to say, no, don't do this. And there's, it, I, I'm really excited to see the story possibilities with that. So the title gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a different side of a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten before. And again, that's the genius going back to Marvel studios, AKA Kevin Feige, that they're not just going to give us a rehash of something. And also with, with pretty much confirming that Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is pretty much gone out there. Mm-hmm. It seems like, um, how does Mysterio fit into all this? That's what I'm really wondering too. Like, so he's, he's not from New York. You know, where, if he is far from home, where is he going and how does Mysterio play into this? And, you know, and obviously I think the vulture's still going to show up. So, to me, there's, 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 it's, it, it get, the reason why I think it's a better title is that I can spec. Maybe it's because I can speculate more, and I have no idea where, what's coming. Whereas homecoming, we automatically knew what, what was going to be focused around it at the end of the film was homecoming dance. So yeah. I mean, it's with far from home, it can be so many different possibilities. I like homecoming better as a title, but just I'll always love homecoming as a title because that double meaning was always so amazing to me. That just the the idea of setting Peter Parker in high school and referring to a very popular kind of standard event in American high schools with homecoming, but then also just the idea of Spider-Man's homecoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man being home in the MCU. So I'll always love homecoming. I don't know that there's really a title they could come up with that's going to top homecoming for me for a Spider-Man movie in the MCU. But again, that's not based on the speculation of it. That's really just based on just the overall, I don't know, being awash in the glow of of Spider-Man finally coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it would be tough for anything to really top that. And and as far as other Spider-Man titles, besides just straight up like Spider-Man is like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, but that's taken. Uh, or Spectacular Spider-Man, but that just feels like, even though I know that's obviously in one of his comic series, like that's still just feels like another version of Amazing Spider-Man. But I do like Far From Home as a title. It kind of, it loses the school theme because it's just Far From Home. It's just, it just has nothing to do with school. But it does have a, 
uh, it does keep that idea of home being part of it. So I like that there's still a consistent theme within the titles of these movies. I always enjoy that, and so I like seeing that with Spider-Man Homecoming, or with Spider-Man Far From Home now, I should say. And I, I think we, we it's pretty clear.